I am Dee, and I'm a very grateful member of Al-Anon. One of the most special gifts that I have been given for a long, long time is to ask a beautiful lady that I have so much admiration for, and it's uh, it's hard to just, I can't make amends. Uh, nor could I ever say that I really mean more to watch what she really has always been to me. For now, I would like a lady to be a part of our program because it is so meaningful. Dar, would you please come and share? Do you? Do we have the? My name is Dar, and I'm an Al-Anon, and I'm delighted to be here and to be of whatever assistance I can to a lady I respect and admire a great deal and have for a long time. And as uh, we visited briefly this afternoon. Dee talked a little bit about all the losses that come with time. And for those of us that have been in the program a long time, uh, we really feel these losses. These are people that are closer than our natural-born families in many instances. And she had two things that she would have liked to have read, but she asked me to do it for her since it's become a little difficult. And I think also uh, the emotion that she is feeling right now would make it more difficult. Over the last years, we've lost people that meant a great deal to us. And I believe that Dee hopes, and rightfully so, that these words on these two cards might be of help. And the first one, and I suspect she's thinking of Perry and his wife, Carla, who was lost, she was lost to us within the last few days. And this one says, she is just away. She is just away and her memory will always be here to comfort you, to be with you, and in time to bring you cheer. I especially like that one because I know it to be true. The grief of the moment, given enough time, given enough love from each other, we begin to think about the happy times and we again feel what we used to feel in their presence. And the other one is called The Everlasting Light. And I particularly like this one. Those we love must someday pass beyond our present sight, must leave us in the world we know without their radiant light. But we know that like a candle, their lovely light will shine to brighten up another place, more perfect 
more divine. And in the realm of heaven, where they shine so warm and bright, our loved ones live forevermore in God's eternal light. And might I add in our hearts. There are so many people that have helped us, some still here, so we must continue to appreciate them. And some passed on, and we must continue to appreciate them and leave for them the memorial they wanted for us to pass on what we've learned in rooms like this from them and from others. Thank you, Dee. There is but a message that I know of Al-Anon, of what I have been given. A lot of times I didn't really want what I was given. <laughs> I had a sponsor that was far beyond anything of endurance. Um, she loved me, but I, I didn't know that that's what it was. I didn't want um, to come to the meetings. I did not want um, anything. I, I just wanted a divorce and to be away. For God's sake, said, surely I have earned the life that I, I just just leave me alone and the man told me which was a, a minister to start my trip he said do you know it will only take a few moments of your time just hang around go to the meeting and I didn't know that that's what I was going to do. I just, I certainly liked Reverend Jean. He was such a, a prince of a person. <clears throat> I had been occasionally been exposed to um, some gossip meetings. And no offense, that, that's just what they were. Um, there wasn't any recovery to it. It was just we went in and we sat down and we talked about that fella and he should have taken and he might have and he could have and, and I knew I didn't need any of that kind of stuff. It's surprising what you do when you don't know what you have or what you might need. So the thing that was amazing to me was I just went right in and they told me to sit down. And almost in that manner. I mean, it was just like you sit here and never stood and we sat there. And um, I knew that they were very courteous and they were very kind, but I didn't know why. And I didn't know what I were to expect. One of the things that is so hurting to me 
that if it would ever be anything other than sharing our program, the love that was given to me, and not knowing what it was. How do you describe love? I wouldn't have the obvious notion to this minute. I don't know. It wasn't just one person. There were 17 people in this this room. Um, they had did all the procedures that they were supposed to to go through the read steps and the, all of that good stuff. And I'm kind of perspiring. I wondered why in the world am I here? And they kept just acting like I'm supposed to know why I'm here. And pretty soon, um, this beautiful lady told me, uh, this program is a program of love, and it is for the love of the alcoholic. And holy mackerel, I, I nearly blew. I could have sailed out of that room. What I didn't know was that she was not referring to my alcoholic. She didn't mention my alcoholic. She says a program of the love of the alcoholic. And that's what they started me out on. Um, I thought, well, it won't take much of my time or theirs because I can't love the alcoholic. I, that's too much. And they just kept chirping around just like uh, they knew what they were doing. And uh, all of a sudden, I don't know why, I knew in my heart that somehow these people loved me. You know, but I had been so far away from love I had no idea about love. I couldn't, oh, I hated anything that had to do, I will say, with life. I just leave me alone. I knew that I was too chicken to take my own life. And they just kept telling me until you can, we love you. And that was the, the beginning of Al-Anon in my life. Um, and even the, the dipsy, goofy stuff was like, uh, I was separated. As far as I was concerned, I don't know who else was separated, but I knew I was. Um, I went to the motel from a very dear friend, and uh, how silly. They told me, I mean, gave me orders to, you know, you're going to have to, to call and let them know where you are. And I said, well, that's the whole gist of this. I don't want them to know where, where I am. And I said, well, that isn't the way we do 
we can't worry people for heaven's sakes just just get on the phone and call them and see I, I didn't know ever how that was ever going to be anything in my life or anybody else's you know, I, I couldn't have decided that that's what I needed it certainly wasn't something I hear on a constant thing of people say wow no son of a gun is going to tell me or not to or whatever and I think that that is okay and I hear it for many 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 people and they're very sincere and I respect that but the difference is they didn't know that I didn't know that I was totally and completely helpless and I was for a long time uh, and that's a, a hideous place to be but I knew that I couldn't I couldn't do anything I couldn't think I couldn't and I couldn't and I couldn't and I couldn't uh, and they didn't care they could that's what they kept telling me they can and they will they started immediately into a step study group and I haven't checked lately for the the very last of, of knowing that they're still going uh, and maybe they are maybe they aren't I haven't checked I know that I still have a lot of those beautiful people still in my life um, and they say exactly the same kind of things we love you we need you and we'll help you if if you need my help here comes my babies all of my babies oh uh, I'm sorry I don't it's okay if I say that they are my babies they just walked in um, how precious how how loving how kind how a program see and after you hear all of this kind of stuff see my cane isn't from my stroke it doesn't with God's speed it was never never was I going to be able to speak comprehend I would be vegetated and I could not tell anybody that I hurt I couldn't tell them that please don't hurt me anymore I couldn't do any of those things 
And after her been giving all of the beauty that you could possibly get from this program, it turned into an absolute living hell. And I can say it with candor, I, because it's happened to me. It didn't happen to you. I know that Dar was one of the beautiful people that was an example for me um, working the program, living the program, sharing anything that anybody chose that they wanted me to do. But see, I, I can say that because I know where I was and I know what I did and I know what I was willing to, to give or to share and what the program was supposed to be. See, and I can get really, really weepy when you know that there's so much love and there's so much things that, that people will offer if you need help. And all of these things was jerked out from under me that no, that wasn't love. It was vicious. It was ugly. And I have to say that for a lot of my life today is monstrous. I have been cussed. Whew. They say the truth will set you free, and I think that's bullshit. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> I have been left and abandoned. And a lot of people knew that they were doing that. And others didn't know that they were. Uh, when you have a lot of love you get spoiled when you expect people to at least be kind I don't I've, I've never been one that whined very much but I'm going to say for right this minute I hope dear God each and every one of you will start being a whiner Take what you need. That's what God is here for. I'm sorry, but that is what God is here for. Um, I have cried. Oh, dear God, uh, tears that could 
flown a battleship and had walked the same people that were in my presence that absolutely just walk out and offer nothing. And that means that you are left alone until God tells you exactly, I do not forsake you. So then all of a sudden I think, oh, holy mackerel, it did. why is he mad at me? Not that I want nitwit, he's not mad at me. Huh? I'm a nice girl. I got a cute little sitsu. And I've held him day in and day out where there is no one else there other than the aides would come in or the nurses three times a week. And I was really afraid of them because I knew they were going to go. They didn't want to depend on them. My physical deteriorated to the point that absolutely ridiculous because I couldn't get up and I couldn't get out and I couldn't do the kind of exercises that I was supposed to and I think most people have known for a long, long time that I've got a dead leg and I've had many, many surgeries of that and that's no big deal and it never was any big deal and I'm not a crybaby for that either I just want to get up and get the heck out of there and start doing what I got to do. Because of the way that things just happen to be. I have lost so much muscle tone. Um, doctors tell me that until I get shaped up and get roomed and, and get somebody to do the things that I can uh, they'll just be there when it really gets bad I have had many many things that uh that should not happen from the stroke. All of these things were just on account of, and on account of collapsed lung. But Lord, do I didn't collapse before? Where? But I do have one thing: um, the love that was given to me is my sense of humor. One time I had a little fella that I was sponsoring and he quoted me real, real often about my bloops. 
I mean, oh, she bloops along and he bloops and, um, and it just got to be kind of a byword. D's blooping. And it just turned out to be really, really funny. Um, I still had this box of this sour box of bloops. And that's what you get is for blooping around. I guarantee you, but they, they call them bloops. And they just leave them right there. That's what they are, bloops. And I had too many bloops. And I can giggle about things like that. Um, you know, and I don't, please don't feel sorry for me, dear God, that place. There's no, no reason at all to do that. I've had to go back to just exactly where I came from. My first sponsor's name was Betty. And it dawned on me that, that you know, I've never been one minute without Betty and then Jimmy. And see, but there, that has been five sponsors that has left me in God's loving grace. So I guarantee you, I'm not going to look around for another one. I'm going to, it's going to be quietus. I'm not going to let anybody know that my sponsor is. No. And again, that's, that's just a joke. I, I do have people that I use. That's the only way that I could possibly get well. I have learned so many things in the humility. I have known the, the love, I'm just going to say, and how can you put your entire being to a little black and white sitsu? And never lonely. I came out of that. And when I was asked to talk, oh dear God, I, I just ran. Um, why would anybody want me to? What if, what if I would be bitter? What if it would come out of my, my being? And all of a sudden I thought, no, I, I can be really angry with some of the things that I see people are doing. I mean, literally, I mean, and no, I'm not bitter. I know that there is a reason that God has given me every cross to bear, that whatever it is, he's not done with me yet. 
I also know that when you decide that you're going to check out, and I begged, begged to let me go. And it's a funny thing, they must have turned around the other way. Because I could go, and they told them, yes, she'll never make it. And I said, and all of a sudden I couldn't talk, and I, hey, hear me. And then all of a sudden I came in, this, this insight, yeah, you don't have to talk. Found that out. The only thing I had to do is say over and over and over and until you think you was a blooping idiot. But the only thing that I could get together was God is. And that was it. God is. It was the only prayer that I, I could actually put a focus into. You know, that's a funny kind of a deal. It doesn't matter. God knows what I'm saying anyway. And sometimes he wishes that I would shut up. And sometimes he doesn't. He really, really knows that pay attention. What I do have to know is the one and only thing that I have to depend on and rely on are the ones that will show me love when I need it. Because I can't always depend on my little pup. And inside, you know, that's plenty. And I have found so much that I thought that it was absolutely done. Yeah. So I can understand many, many things that I lived and quoted so, so easily. Gosh, I know it wasn't phony for me. Um, I blooped. I meant every word of it. So sometimes you do have to stop and be still and know that God is, and God is. So it's, it's such a, a beautiful ending to a beginning. You know, I've got to go back to, to a beginning. And that's where it's supposed to be in the first place. Remember? Does it say just that, that we have to be as little children? Poor boy. As a little child I was. Yeah. And I don't know how it could ever have ever doubted. Let's just say, I mean, I... 
point that so many. I couldn't even find a way to use a telephone to holler and Bob come and help me. And see, those can be sad stories. But there's a reason for all of that kind of stuff, and I don't have to know what it is. I don't know why I couldn't have just dialed and said, Bob, come and help me. I need you. Well, for some reason. See, there isn't any way. This isn't my ordinary talk. Nor would it help you to know my ordinary talk. You've heard me before. This is a beginning that each and every one of you, sometime or another, you're going to have to start over. I mean, just this minute, just and in your own heart. And the love, uh, wow, that we saw for Yeah, I, I I couldn't find a way to to get a telephone message because I knew that Carla was just really, really ill. Saying how funny the ones give our messages. <coughs> She was so, so smooth, so beautiful, so sweet. Uh, don't, don't give up. Yeah, that's all you need. We know what, what God needs, and He'll allow us to show it. The same way as. Dar, for goodness sake, she. How could have ever have been? When everybody knew that she was not going to make it. And when I was at the hospital that particular day, when she was going through just agony and pain. And this lady, every day, when I would come by and just kneel and give her just a kiss on the cheek, it's going to be okay. And she has never spoke a word of any of that. She just knew I was there. In the same way, see how... um, What is Alcoholics Anonymous? The family disease? Uh, How could it ever have been anything other than the family disease? I am going to share some of the things that Dewey has offered to share. 
and, and I've kept them, my goodness sakes, for a long time. Uh, only because they're just another day of the procession of me and you. Yeah. And I didn't realize that. I was too busy. Life was too busy. After I was recovered holy mackerel, I was too busy. And I don't mean that I was too busy, but no, I was too busy. That's how silly it reminds myself of. Well, I always remember, I mean, I, I mean, truly, will I always remember that maybe the person that's hurting the worst I can stop I don't even have to tell them anything they'll let me know and just how beautiful it is that they're there that is the program as I know it I'm not saying that this is the program that anybody else knows from the beauty to the really, really, really hurt. See, it's just mine, not yours. I'll always be so grateful. For John to asking me to speak because I knew that I couldn't, but I could. Huh? Uh, I'm just glad that I'm here. And I hope everybody knows that I truly, truly, truly do know the difference of what love is. So I'm, I'm just going to say I love you. And thank you. And I dropped my boots, boots right there. Oops. I love you. Mm.